Hi everyone, welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots, Carl Donnelly here, um, and this week's episode we were joined by Kiri Pritchard-McLean, who is an excellent stand-up, a podcaster, a broadcast, she's got, the, she's got a lot mate, she's got a lot, so we had a very fun chat, uh, we um, did not eat into the microphones, you'll be glad to hear, uh, all eating was done off mic, um, and yeah, we chatted about a bunch of stuff, got serious sometimes, Got, um, but mostly it was just us having a right old chinwag. Uh, quick bits of admin, um, if you want to come see me and Julian live, we're doing some stand-up dates together, we're doing a couple in January actually, it's quite short notice that we put them on sale. So it's a you know it's a risk, but we are going to be in a crew at the Lyceum Theatre on the twentieth of January, Sunday the twentieth of January. So if you're in the northwest area, you know you can get to crew. Come on down. Uh, Tuesday the twenty second, we're at the Colchester Arts Centre. That's a great venue. I've played it before. Um, so if you're in Essex, come on down, man. Um, and when else? Obviously, Leicester Comedy Festival. On the 13th of February. Um, go on the Leicester Comedy Festival website, type in one of our names, and you'll find the show uh, there. That is it. You know, thanks for listening. You know, thanks for joining us on this new venture. Uh, have yourselves a wonderful Christmas, uh, and we'll speak to you uh, before the new year. Take it easy, team. Bye. Hello, welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. That was too formal. It was very yeah. Desert Island Disc. It was a bit Desert Island Disc. Um, well, that's two vegan idiots. That's two <laughs> CBBs. I would have said it was sort of like weekend uh, breakfast show. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Heart that's FM. what we're going yeah. for, man. That is, do you know what? <laughs> if we don't land the job on Heart in 2019, I'll be fucking I'll livid, eat my mate. hat. Who does it that does Heart? Um, Tom Price, isn't it? Yeah, Tom Price does Heart. Does he? Emma Bunton, I believe, is on there. Oh, I used to love Emma Bunton. She was my favourite. Let's introduce Kiri Pritchard McLean first. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Thank you came you on mine and Chris's in the past. Yeah. Chris is no longer with us. Yeah, he's dead he's, now. Uh, he's R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> Chris. Um, so now it's two vegan idiots. I subbed in for I subbed in, in a real vegan. Although you've had a few lapses in your time. Yeah. This um, morning. No. Did you really? No, no, not oh, at all. <laughs> Every lap. I said that really like, better fucking not, okay? Don't let us down. Let go of my lapels. No. I've never knowingly lapsed. But accidental ones. Yeah, all the fucking time. No one's a saint. Yeah, well, because I was at first, I was making like these curries, like this red Thai paste, and I was doing like cashew, lentil, and and duck. Yeah, yeah, duck. Yeah, fresh duck, (laughs) just right off the bone. Yeah, Uh, spinach in it, and I was using this red Thai curry paste, and uh, and we were like smashing through those because like it's really quick, it's really easy, it's so delicious. And then my partner looks at the back of it and he's like, "This is twenty eight percent crustacean, but Uh, we should keep keeping this in the fridge." more than anything it's um yeah they've got a lot of like fish sauce and everything yeah and i had no idea and and i sneaky asian yeah (laughs) fish and everything what are they like (laughs) what are they like (laughs) never trust them that's what um, that's what racists say go by Uh, but you are so you are how long have you been vegan since uh not this october the october before just every year um good work obviously this coming up to christmas what's your plan christmas day everyone always asks Non-vegans ask me, what do you what do you eat on Christmas Day? As if like, 
But what, surely, apart from turkey and it's just a roast dinner, pigs in blankets, yeah. everything else. Surely, it's great. It's it's. I think it's a really good meal for That's vegans. Great. Yeah, obviously they do cook. I mean, the, the, every bloody Jamie Oliver type recipe always says cook your potatoes in goose fat. Yeah. He's doing a lot more vegan now. Though, he isn't is, he? yeah, and it's also not eighteen ninety five. <laughs> 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 I tend not to cook in goose fat. Beat your scullery maid and then <laughs> put your roast potatoes in some goose fat. Yeah, drown your firstborn daughter. <laughs> I still do that. Is that <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's before you open the presents, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, we last year we sort of because we were very new to it, and we were like, why don't we have a break over Christmas? So he went to his brother, and I went back to my family in Wales. And it was, just, I thought you meant a vegan break. You I, thought, I thought you yeah, meant like a Ross no, and Rachel break. No, no, as in it was a ve- it was like so it was like let's we can have a vegan break if it's going to be really complicated. And then he or went like, out, and you're like, no, I'm in a vegan break. <laughs> <laughs> goes back, goes back to his mum's. Just, just add an extra couple of inches away from the mic. That's what, that's what you keep leaning in. <laughs> you're pointing in his face every time he does it. As I know. Well. Sorry, I'm trying to do it without the listeners knowing that I'm but trying to. But you're closer than me. Yeah, I know, but I don't lean. I, I've got oh. you basically. You sort of you hit words on it like that, so you ah. sort of come in. Whereas I sort of I manage to con- maintain a, a steady distance, a respectful distance. Yeah, you don't get the job on high. <laughs> you can't maintain your mic distance, Julia. I've said it a hundred times. Um, so, so yeah, we were like, well, if it's going to be complicated at Christmas, maybe we should have it off. And then, uh, uh, so I said to I phoned him on the first day, and I was like, oh, "How are you doing?" Blah blah blah. And he said, "Oh, what what did you have first? Because it was he, I was kind of looking forward to it." And I was like, "You know what? I haven't really wanted meat at all. Yeah. I had a little bit of milk in something because it was too difficult to explain to my mum how to make it without. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think there was some. She put some butter on something without That's, my permission. I mean, it's, yeah. But that was it. And then he was like, "Oh no." And I was like, why? What about you? And he said, I was here half an hour and I was having pate on ham. Right, okay. You've done it very differently. Relaxed, but I think this year we're just going to go full vegan because we got so much better at cooking vegan food. Are you doing it yourself at yours? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It is good. I'm doing very um, sort of as little amount of family stuff this Christmas as possible. Like gonna do show my face, yeah. Drive over, say hello in the morning, get yeah, out. Just like. text a picture of your face. <laughs> <laughs> Stick this on the table for an hour, mum. Um, yeah, it's. I just. I, I, it's not that I don't. You know, I just. I sort of do. I have to do year on year off with family because they stress me out too much. Yeah, it's, so I like to just. I'm gonna go in, say hello, give them a present. Get and go straight out of the back door. Yeah, <laughs> just walk through the house. <laughs> I think everyone can be an Uber waiting. <laughs> everyone can be great value with their family for like half an hour, an hour. Yeah. You can be great and oh that was nice and then you feel like oh yeah it was nice to see them and then, oh, yeah, and then yeah. it tips over and you're I'm like, like a handyman these- when I go to my parents. Like it's literally I go in and then it's like IT support, you know, I'll fix my dad's phone, do this, do that, go and look at the tap, you know, I just basically spend an hour then doing that. Them. Yeah. <laughs> Boxing I wish day. I fucking lend them money. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, yeah, I find it just, it feels like work, you know. They could, you know, they're not sort of, we've not got anything in common. They're nice anything. people. No, it's weird. I've always Families are overrated, I I've think. I've always been convinced, <laughs> says the father of 12 kids. Um, <laughs> they're all overrated, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, no, I like them, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that, but I just, I, I don't know, some people, you know, some people just have such close relationships with their parents and like, like what are you doing Christmas, on Christmas Day we all get up and me and my dad go down the pub and have a pint and yeah. then like me and my mum fucking talk about our feelings and I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like I've literally never done either of those things with my parents like it is very much a, 
I lived here for a while, right. so I, now I had to pop back. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> like get your post. <laughs> yeah, it is. It sort of it feels like a sort of job I used to have that now once a year we have like you they know, live a where, reunion. Where do your family live? Tooting. Oh. Not who's in Nottingham then? My brother moves oh. to Nottingham to get away from the family. <laughs> so what about your siblings? Yeah, but my Wayne's he's um he lives in Nottingham. He's got three kids. He's a flat earther. Um, wow! <laughs> no, he's he's just he's into all his conspiracy theories. He's Great. mad for him. Does he smoke weed? He used to. As we both smoked a lot of weed in our teens, but our mental health went in very different <laughs> directions. Whereas his went into conspiracies. I went into just mad depression. That flat drink earth and drugs. thing's mad, man. Yeah, it is. But you know, everyone's. Everyone believes in some dumb shit. I used to be when I first, when he first got into it, I was like, I can't believe my brother's a flat earther. And then, then I realised, do you know what? I don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Genuinely, yeah. I used, to, I've stopped caring about anyone's. If it's not hurting anyone, I think I'm happy nowadays for anyone to have any opinion. It's when opinions become very insidious towards other people. He just thinks everyone's a bit dumb because they don't think it's flat and it's fucking spherophobe, whatever they're called. I don't know what they call people that believe in a round earth. They believe it's like a pizza shape, don't they? Uh, well, yeah, they are flat, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, oh, yeah. It's just by <laughs> very nature. Flat, yeah. Unless you get a calzone. <laughs> Oh yeah, hey. there's got to be a school of thought that thinks this is a calzone. Yeah, calzone. Yeah. That's mine. Some kind yeah. of offshoot. <laughs> I'm going to start that. You one. and all your kids. <laughs> I want to start. I'm, I'm thinking of doing my Edinburgh show next year about trying to start a cult because <laughs> I've been thinking about it recently. Not actually a proper bad cult, but like a nice cult. I think that's really easy to do, but nearly all of those that it starts off with good intentions results like, in murder and either murder or weird sex stuff. That's it was like the main reason. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. But For both of those things. Twenty nineteen. I'm your first much. disciple, then. <laughs> well, no, because you don't take the fucking mic advice. <laughs> You're getting cut from the cold before you get starts. better on my mic technique. <laughs> then you can stay. Um, but um, no, who is it? Yeah, somebody, a friend of mine. I won't say who it was because it might end up revealing who it was. Names. Um, they get mentioned on the podcast quite regularly, but he has. He was at his friend's. Uh, party last week and his friend's sister is in a cult currently and the, the cult and her and the cult leader her boyfriend are there but it's not a matter again they sound like quite pleasant what it's a defines nice cult. a cult though you have well a- this is the thing I actually think it's quite a loose terminology mm. I think some, when the word cult sounds bad doesn't it but you know I, feel, I, feel the <laughs> I now sound like I'm actually yeah, yeah, going to start yeah, one this is a pyramid scheme the, the word cult sounds bad <laughs> yeah. but um, it just I think it just means a group of people have a sort of they have to shared. have a leader, though, don't they? Yeah, and I would like to put myself Step forward up. for that role. Uh, no, but yeah, I think theirs is like some proper hippie Christian one where they drive around and live out of a van and try and convince everyone to give up all their belongings and stuff like that. Yeah. So that sort of off-grid vibes. Yeah, but I quite see that sounds quite nice. They're not doing anything wrong, are they? If they're telling people to live sustainably without sort of um, ruining the earth. I actually think, you know, I can't really fool They're still that driving logic. a van with petrol though, aren't they? Yeah, this is the thing. Is I That's think with true, a lot yeah. of those, when you interrogate the logic of it, you're like, it sort of sounds like you just don't like paying tax or working. Yeah. <laughs> and That's I- why I support <laughs> Smoking a bong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I quite, I, just, I suppose that's what it is. I quite like them people that just tap out. I, mean, I like people that just go, fuck this, Off fuck the this grid. facade of oh. civilization that we have. See, I know some people like that. And uh, I was talking about this with my friend Kat the other day and they kind of boil my piss right because all the people i know who are like guys like get out the rat race and like 
know that they have a rich parent to fall back on. Yeah, yeah, there and is it's that. The There's a luxury. Trust, sheer trust privilege. Fund. It's just me, the nature and my trust fund. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my three rental accommodation yeah. <laughs> in zone two. <laughs> and I just, it makes me really angry. No, I get I get that. I think, yeah, when it is... But, I mean, I suppose, yeah, now I'm putting more parameters on it. If somebody's just from quite a poor background and they just tap out, I'm like, you've yeah, nailed do it, it Yeah, You've committed to it. This is, like, the system has tapped out of you, so you're absolutely fine to do it back that's yeah. the way i see it because i think if you're from a poorer background you're desperate almost to get into the system in it because yeah. that looks better that's yeah. what i was like i grew Stability. up like with at periods where both my parents were on benefits and like it was just shit and i was thought oh, man i want to never ever go on my rule was I'd, I'd never want to go on benefits and i've managed to maintain that but i um now think actually i'd quite like to be on them <laughs> quite a tab out disability get some, benefit get a bit of dull. <laughs> Paid enough tax. <laughs> uh, anyway, what were we talking about? It, we were talking about Christmas before yeah, we got we sidetracked were, yeah. by that polemic. Um, so Christmas Day, you're having your own one. Vegan, what are you cooking? What are you, let's, let's do a round robin. Who's doing what for Christmas dinner, vegan um, style? What will definitely make the cut? Uh, I don't know what we're doing for our meat thing yet. Right. I don't know if we'll even have one, but it'll be the classic. Nice M&S nut roast. I... Oh, I'm not mad on nut roasts. There's, there's, I also it's such a wide spectrum. Some of them are great. Some of them are fucking crap. Yeah, and really dry. Like yeah, aggressively dry. Do you know a good one that's really uh, just cheap and simple? Is there's one in Holland and Barrett that's like a little looks sort of the, the shape of a. Uh, Bluetooth speaker. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. know why I picked that as the description. <laughs> but it's just That's really... a unit measurement now, isn't it? Bluetooth yeah, speaker size. Like the round beats one. Sort of. That's Yeah, but it's uh, it's not round, it's, it's square. Here we go. I mean, Flat earther, I guess. I've, yeah. It's um, like a Bluetooth speaker, but not. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Bose Bluetooth, the, the square ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so it's one of them. It's really cheap. It's in Holland and Barrett. And that is surprisingly nice. Oh, great. I might do that then. Have you ever tried to make your own nut rose? Uh, yes, years ago, Did and it? it was it was nice. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, not so nice that when I was eating meat, I would have gone. I'm going to make that again. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but so I we just scrape it, being... it all in the bin. At the end. <laughs> but I remember it being good. Not so nice that I, yeah, I ever want to go near the. <laughs> um, what what's your take on Christmas pudding? Um. Oh, I love it. Do you know how to make a really easy one? It's vegan, is it? Loads and of them vegan. Most of it is, yeah, but a lot of them use butter or sometimes suet. Uh, oh, yeah. But you, it's so, I found, so I did one last week, just did a sort of early trial run. Nice. Like, like, like I'm on Master Chef. Or doing come one dine with home. me. Yeah, they, they always, yeah. I watched a Wicked Come Dine with me the other day. Have you done it? No. You'd be great on it. I know, I would win it. But, you would um, win it? Uh, no, it depends. I've not got a dining table. I don't think you're allowed to do it around a breakfast bar. <laughs> <laughs> Just take them to Burger King. You, surely you'd take them to someone else's house. Yeah, well, that's what a lot of them do. Yeah. My, oh, really? um, I, um, who's now passed away, friend Sean Hughes, when he did Celebrity Masters, uh, come dine with me, he refused to let them use his house, so they went to another house. <laughs> Yeah, that's the way to do it. Well, he just didn't want people. People. He didn't want, he didn't want strangers and a camera crew around his house. So yeah. yeah, I hate. But they gave him a shit a house on his own, so it looked like he was not as well <laughs> off as he actually was. Well, they provided a house for him. Yeah. If someone said to me, "You're not using my house," and it was my job to source another one, they'd be like, "Well, you're getting a shit hole then, yeah, yeah, mate." Yeah. I would do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Do that mine. <laughs> yeah. That's like cribs. You know that show Cribs. Yeah. A lot of them isn't their houses. No. They're just all rented and blagged. And are you shitting me? No, it's yeah, true. I've heard that. 
but then you see the cars on the driveway, but they've all got like re- the, like the uh, number plates are all like from rental rental car no places way. and stuff. I did not know that that's at all. That's so bizarre. That is horrible. That's rubbish. Oh, no. What about through the keyhole? Don't tell me that's a sham oh, as well. Oh my god, that was uh, Lloyd Grossman. Wasn't yeah. It? yeah, I've not watched a new one. Is there a new one? Isn't there? Yeah. With, um, what's his face? Um, who does bloody celebrity juice? Uh, Keith Lemon. Keith Lemon. I think he what does. The new um, Through the Keyhole. I didn't know that. It's it used to be great with... Very weird to go from Lloyd Grossman to <laughs> Keith Lemon. <laughs> That's a, not a smooth transition. That is such a 2018 move, isn't <laughs> it's it? It's a real handbrake turn <laughs> of a booking, isn't it? Yeah, Antiques Roadshow. We've got a new uh, <laughs> host. It's fucking... It's P- Paddy McGuinness. Ali Dyer. <laughs> Who'd you say? <laughs> Ali G. <laughs> <laughs> it's Borat. <laughs> it is... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, I've not watched it. Yet. I reckon the new one would be a bit too. I liked the sort of quite nerdiness of Through the Keyhole. Yeah, it was prying around someone's house. I don't want Keith Lemon walking around doing I, funny shit, yeah. putting stuff in his pants. It would, I remember it being loads of soft focus lenses, sort of panning across bookshelves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then sort of resting on a painting. That's what I sort of remember it being very kind of gentle and sumptuous. And also the level of celebrity would I often watch be it again, man, no. even when they said. Your celebrity is everyone. Be like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Give us another sentence and, to clarify. And what then you think, how the fuck did they afford that house? Yeah, they're only on like sort of, you know, once a week on some sort of shitty BBC Two show. Mm-hmm. That's back when property was cheap, though. That's true. It is. I know. Yeah, that is. I don't. It doesn't bother me. I've got friends. Um, one particular. I'll name him. Jimmy McGee <laughs> is. Um, he's still. He, he just regularly gets very angry about um, how he just missed out on the property being affordable. And he's, you know, he's livid. Really? Yeah, poor old I Jimmy. Because he... poor old Jimmy was raised uh, in quite um, privileged circumstances, but actually hasn't really benefited from it. It's because of his sort of family life went a bit awry. Um, so he's not the, uh, he's, he's quite, he's really posh. He went to boarding school. He's got all the trappings of things. You'd be like, oh, look at that fucking millionaire. He's probably got three properties. He's not, he lives in the annex of his sister's house. <laughs> so like, you know, he's just, uh, I probably shouldn't say <laughs> He won't mind, he'll never listen to it. I bet it's a nice annex. He doesn't know how to listen to a podcast, so it's fine. Um, (laughs) That's another thing they don't teach you in boarding school. Yeah, exactly. Just um, they just teach you some of the things I've heard are gross. (laughs) He had it bad, didn't he? Oh my God. When he first got there. This is the thing. I I had a plane ride with him and Naz Osmanalu, who both went to boarding school. Was it their private jet? Uh, (laughs) It was Naz's dad's (laughs) weekend plane. Um, But um, the whole journey, I was asking him about what it's like to go to boarding school and it sounds horrendous like i would have taken i took my i would take my school any day of the week than what they went through there is mad i know we all joke about it but the mad sex stuff does happen absolutely there's um there's just beatings you get beaten like um again you go there when he went there when he was six didn't he um, oh my god basically jimmy when, when jimmy went there his brother was at it and uh on day one um, His you... brother bummed it <laughs> as an initiation. <laughs> you um, gotta get used to this little gym. <laughs> it's better than I'm doing it, isn't it? Rather than one of them lot. This is hurting me more than it's yeah. hurting you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he basically, his brother sort of took him to one side and said, "Whatever you do tonight, don't cry." Like it's his first night. He's seven years old in boarding school. He said, "Just do not cry in that dorm." And basically, Jimmy got into bed and he was just he's like, I'm lying there trying not to cry. And he just heard pockets of crying sparking up around the dorm. And the older kids ran in, whoever was crying. They wrapped them in their duvet, dragged them out and gave them a kick in. So oh everyone who wasn't God. crying had to just sit there terrified. So what much they just PTSD, It's like a horror man. film. 
so, so like, horrible. And it's like they, they told me, and, and Nazans, as I say, like the stories they were telling me, I was like, this is child abuse, what happened. Yeah. These, even though it was often by other children. So I'd take hearing. My school, I thought my school was quite posh. And then I was chatting to comedian Francis Foster yesterday, who went to my school. And he was like, it was rough. I was like, what are you talking about? It was rough. And he went, do you remember somebody got stabbed outside? I was like, it was outside. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't in lesson. The lessons were perfectly civilised. Yeah, I always thought my school was not posh, but it was a comprehensive. But I always felt like it was quite, you know, sort of all right yeah so i, I, I think, suppose my standards are quite low i think mine was quite it was normal school my primary school was private my no, my second school was normal and uh but the wit that my primary school was like this it was two it's two teachers husband and wife who were sort of veering on a weird mix of victorian dedication to education yeah. and massive hippies right so they bought this like victorian house in the countryside in wales they live upstairs the classrooms are downstairs it's mad, but it's amazing. It's set in its own ground, so nearly all the lessons, <coughs> excuse me, are outside, yeah. and it's loads about nature and like it's all it's bordering on like Montessori kind of thing, but they're very traditional in what loads of ways. What does that mean when people say Montessori school? I've it's heard a that style from. of education. Yeah, that's loads of like experiential learning, loads of outdoor stuff. It's a bit like Steiner, isn't it? Yeah, well, Steiner's sort of like leave them to it and they'll learn in their own time. So they don't. That's what I do. It's not like yeah, it's not like structured. So they're like kids will learn to write. It's called bad parenting. <laughs> yeah. Negligence. You've been doing the like. Steiner method for years. <laughs> I'm a well, smoke parent. weed on the balcony they can get on with it you know what I mean? um yeah so but this was like they were still very like traditional and lo- like lo- loads of like reading and you know all, all that kind of stuff so it wasn't as free range what's re- reading reading yeah it's the thing that you refuse to teach your children oh, wow. <laughs> um, but loads of like performance stuff loads of outdoor stuff loads of music yeah um so it's like this weird hippie school and then went to like a normal comprehensive that I think it must have been I a wedge change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my! It was it was bad because also the whole school, in my whole school, my primary school, there was fifty five kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I went up to being in a year of two hundred and a school of a thousand. So like that was uh, it. It was good for me, um, but it was like a oh. I remember just being like, I, I was the only child also who moved up who didn't move with anyone from their school. Yeah, yeah. So everyone else had like their year. And then I was just like, went from being in a school where everyone knew who I was because yeah, it's like 50 yeah. people and I'm what, the oldest girl, and you know, like all this kind of stuff <laughs> to being like, who gives a shit about that girl with two surnames yeah, yeah. who clearly thinks a lot of herself. And then that first like year was sort of like me dedicated to like trying to be popular. Establish so people knew who I, your dominance. Yeah, yeah. Totally. It was like, I couldn't deal with being like anonymous. Got shank the biggest one on day one. <laughs> shank one of the teachers up. <laughs> Honestly, like, so in the first bit, like all great humans, but like in the first few Paul weeks, in a sock, mate. <laughs> yeah, just a sock full of pennies. Sit down, grass. <laughs> I. Uh, it was me and just all the other children that no one else would speak to. Yeah, yeah. So it was like a girl who was like not very bright from a really rough area. Like really, and yeah, I had yeah, never yeah. spoken to anyone like that before because like I was in a private. I was the poor one in my private school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, and just she every day she'd come in and she's like, "House got broken into again last night." Like every God. week, her Aww. house would get burgled, and like Aww. she, it was so grim. And I had just lev- never seen anything like it. And then there was like the the one black girl in our year because yeah. it's like a very like white area, yeah, North yeah, yeah. Wales. Um, and there was another girl who was kind of like quite awkward socially. 
and yeah it was it it was just sort of like this weird group of outsiders who were also nice but I was also such a piece of shit I was like gonna cut these losers oh, yeah, off yeah. as soon as I can <laughs> like, gonna scramble my way out of this <laughs> I just don't want to hear about a big burgled again it's too bleak um, oh that's bad but that's what that's how school is isn't it it's that thing looking back in school like, I was quite big in school uh, what like fat fat yeah really yeah, yeah. I said big as if like, listeners are thinking what like yeah. famous yeah. <laughs> they used to call me big G <laughs> I killed a dog on the first yeah. day and it sort of I got very rat. dominant force um, no I was just really, I was a very fat teen um, up until about probably 16 it sort of just naturally sort yeah. of fell off but I so I knew I was gonna it was either kill or be killed innit so I was like I'm not going to be bullied so what I did was just become bully funny. everyone yeah <laughs> I became like the sort of funny fat one with the bully groups like, right so like, I sort the of, wisecracking I used to have a lot of plates spinning I was part of about four different groups and I would just every day I'd pick right today this is the group to I was really? quite sort of yeah I was quite um social chameleon yeah i would just dart around to like right i'm gonna get with them now because they look like they're doing something naughty that i should be part of to be cool <laughs> but then i'll go off with my mates who are a bit more you know sort of level-headed to actually... you know there'll be people listening to this who went to boarding schools and were like god that sounds horrific i don't know how he got through yeah, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you're kind of like social like yeah like social yeah. butterflying it sounds incredibly a, yeah. stressful that's why um I was, yeah, sort of. Jimmy McGee used to call me Malcolm Tucker because I could sort of play a lot of teams. You know, I could always go around and sort of, all right, I'll go in and sort this out. <laughs> I just could sort of get in and get things sorted. Um, but yeah, that was what your school, you were probably hardly ever there, mate. I, um, I had a quite a small primary school as well. And then I went to a massive Thomas Tallis secondary school, which was about 200 in a year. And it was yeah. just, I was like the smallest in the year as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's one Chinese kid smaller than me. Um, so it was just quite intimidating, man. Did you just, just mash him up every day? I just used to fuck yeah. him up in front of everyone. <laughs> but I was the same, man. I didn't know anyone. It was like really daunting, man. Yeah. Um, just, But yeah, I just used to be naughty. Yeah. Just used to get, yeah, just be, yeah, just fuck around. Well, sometimes just hang if you're around. Small, I was drawn to the naughty kids. And but that's just, it. Just out naughty them and they'd all think, everyone think you're crazy. And well, I think, yeah, if you're small or fat or if you've got anything you that they can you have use to do against something. you, you've got Just a, be funny yeah. and naughty. That's yeah. all I did. That's, that's exactly what I did. I just thought, I'm going to just give them something to make me worthwhile in the group, have yeah. value. Yeah, you've got to have a currency, haven't totally, you? Totally, yeah. yeah. I remember in a weird thing about like our school in Wales is that like girls like kind of were encouraged to be funny like yeah. if you were funny that was like oh she's dead fun-. like it was a it, it was a form of currency and like i had this once you sort of settle down and find your people probably when you're about 14 15 um like that it was just ever our group was sort of competitively funny we right. used to have this thing called the book and it was like this scrapbook where everyone had like a page in it with photos. I would just take photos on disposable cameras like constantly. So it was all these photos from all these parties we had. And so we'd stick stuff in there. And at the back was like a quotes bit. And it was just like really funny shit that made everyone cry laughing. That happened at the time. Yeah. And you, every day you'd be trying to get something that in made it on there. So it was really it's like, so it was like a fucking panel show. Does, Ara. The, does, <laughs> does the book still exist? There somewhere. And one of them is my friend Rhiannon's got one of them. And then... Uh, the boyfriend I had in school, Jacob, I think he's got the other one. He's waiting. He's waiting for you to fully hit them. I mean, we don't have anything to do. Oh, God, yeah. And then see how homophobic everything I wrote in there was. 
just well, announce your Saturday night yeah. BBC One show and then yeah. it comes out. The dossier. It's just racial slurs <laughs> in the <back>. Whoops. <laughs> that's, that's dated a bit. Oh. Yeah. I mean, that is because I was, I was um, thinking the other day about how lucky... I, I was to not have social media during my teens. Oh, Because it was that thing of, no, I, I don't think I ever did anything that veered into racism or anything like that. But, you know, just even. Not just, like nowadays. No, not like no. now, which, behind, you know, <laughs> let's be honest, mate, I'm pretty racist. <laughs> uh, no, I, you know, I've always, because I mix with different people. So, like, there was people from all different backgrounds in my group of friends. There was no racism needed, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not needed, but like, it wasn't something occur. I grew up with. Yeah, we were just all just there, we were all on equal terms. But even then, like the sort of just that thing, I'm so glad there was no evidence of any of my opinions or thoughts until yeah. my what mid twenties, probably. Yeah. Even then, I'm I probably, think we're all lucky that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel oh. so bad for kids now. Just anything they put online is can be used against them in a court of law. Yeah. Forever. And like you yeah. just, you know, you're also like you're all throwing yourselves out in different directions, trying to figure out what you are, and some some people for our life. Okay, you know, and you could be like some fifteen-year-old lad who's obsessed with Jordan Peterson, and yeah, you know yeah. thinks, yeah, well, that's gone mad. Men are, men are the last, like yeah, the most yeah, yeah. maligned group of people, and put out some mad stuff. <laughs> yeah, and then a few years later, you're like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and then you're like trying to get a job or whatever, yeah. Ooh, and then so people are like, absolutely not. You do naturally, you you are quite rebellious, and you're looking, you know, you're trying to. That's why, like, a lot of people are really, so shitty about students and how students act, and you know, every, it's all about like everyone has a go at them about like things like safe spaces or <laughs> or when they actually do any form of activism, yeah. they tell them like you know they're doing it wrong. There was that girl at Southampton University who was the head of the student union who did that thing about the mural for the mm. World War One mural, and she was sort of made a reference online to ripping it down. It was just all white blokes on it. And all she's doing, she's just getting into activism. She's, she's getting politicised at the minute. She's at that age where you do that. I used yeah. to carry a communist manifesto around when I was 16. That was I got well into communism, right? Because I was young and I was finding my own yeah. opinions. And like, you know, that is, it's, she was totally just ripped apart online, ended up having to stand down. And even if you don't agree with what she said, which most people probably don't, you know, most people get that it's a mural for the World War One. let it be, move forward and change Who things Who was now. ripping her down? Other students? A- everyone. It was an absolute... National embarrassment. Like it was in every newspaper. She she totally got every like major major sort of journalists were ripping her apart. She's an eighteen year old, nineteen year old, and yeah. Even if you think what she said is dumb, you know she's young and she's learning. And I yeah. think it's just to have that lack of responsibility towards young people when they do something that you might have done something absolutely equal to, but you there's no evidence of. I think yeah. it's such a fucking hypocritical way of acting towards young people. I definitely like just few through like pure unadulterated ignorance would have said some horrible things because also like i grew up in a really sheltered area that's like just absolutely white people like i I wasn't like a racist or anything but i probably said stuff and used words that i didn't know had impact or like so i remember like once on a night out that's the quote we're snipping that bit (laughs) (laughs) as i slowly raise my hand to the ceiling yeah Um, There's only a few lynchings you were involved in, though, isn't it? Mate, well, are you involved if you're just holding the rope? Um, <laughs> they just borrowed your lighter, I think. Yeah, absolutely. But I, you know, there was just things I didn't. So I, for instance, a couple of years above me, there was a there was a lad called um, who's who like one of the only black kids. Oh, I think it was mixed race actually, and uh, he was called Ben Black, and I thought that was his surname, yeah. but it wasn't. That oh, was just how, what he was no. called. Yeah, but it wasn't like there was no kind of like. 
I mean, I'm speaking on behalf of him, but like yeah, yeah. he was like the one everyone fancied and like was like the very cool guy. And yeah. it was just sort of like, that's how he was described. Wow. And it wasn't seen to, it's a very weird thing. It's like, it's, uh, I remember back home, there was a Christmas party where I worked and it was Caribbean themed and like three of the girls blacked up, Ugh. like the older girls like blacked up, but in like, they just thought they were being like, well, this is hilarious fun. Well, that's it. And, and there's yeah. no racist, racist intent doing that. It's I a guess. racist act yeah, and it's yeah, born yeah, yeah. out of ignorance yeah, and a lack totally. of education and they could pursue that education themselves. But is it meant with ill intent? I don't think so. Is I'd, the roots yeah. of it? Yes. Because yeah. it's, you know, belittling and caricaturing people. But also, yeah, and it's also that thing of the day, I think that like when somebody does that, if you, you, you if somebody, I mean, no one ever did that when I grew up, you know. I think they would have been called out on it by all my mates who aren't white. Yeah. But, like, the fact that in a, if somebody does that in a place where they imagine they genuinely don't know that's wrong, right, and they're just 15 or 16, they're just being a little div, right, and they do it, I think the way to deal with that should be to sit them down and go, mate, what you've done there is not acceptable. You know what I yeah. mean? Just, I know you didn't mean it in the way you, you think you like, it's come across, but, you know. Explain the context and stuff, yeah. Content and... Do you remember Ted Danson did it years ago? No. Blacked up, don't you remember? No. He got in big trouble. He, but he was married to Whoopi Goldberg at the time and they went they both <laughs> went to a party. Oh, as what so Yeah, and he I mean she's up. fucked him there by giving him by yeah. saying, mate, you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they probably had an argument probably yeah. getting him back. Yeah. No, yeah, you'll be all right, just be like oh. <laughs> no, you'll be good. No, it's good, they'll love it. <laughs> but that's the thing, but I think that the danger now is a photo of that kid goes online and everyone goes fucking racist and it's like you know that isn't that's got uh, you know all that's going to do is bring out all the nutters who go no there's nothing racist about blacking up you can't do nothing yeah them divs will come out and then it's like it's just it becomes it just enrages people more than it needs to I think we need to start just sitting children down talking to them like grown ups us being the grown ups yeah and I think there should be some kind of education about like because everyone knows, like, if you scream the N-word, that's racist. But, like, we're not Is aware of... Yeah, sorry. I saw you doing it on the way here, yeah. so that's why the I should have said. But... The amount of times I have to edit Julian out <laughs> doing that every episode. <laughs> He's getting better, though. Is that when you say that people complain that you can hear you eating? Are you dubbing over the sound of eating every time you're shouting a racist? Yeah, yeah, we were eating, yeah. <laughs> but I think there should be, like, a real education about, like, structural racism and sexism yeah, yeah, and, you know, yeah, yeah. like, anti-Semitism and things like that and the, so the you understand like parents if you've got racist parents it's hard isn't it yeah. do you know what I mean sort of I um, was lucky to grow up with friends who weren't white you know what I mean in, a, in an area where it was very multicultural because my parents only I reckon in the last 10 years have genuinely started to realise that some of the words they used to use were not acceptable same here yeah so like and that is you know so in my childhood my childhood like my parents would use all the bad ones not like that I'd never heard them say the n-word but you know I think like, you the can probably word. assume yeah what the local shop was referring yeah, to yeah, you know what I mean yeah. And it the was something agents. I never was com- comfortable with, but you know that was there. I couldn't change my parents' minds. So like, luckily, but everybody said it in the eighties for sh- that shop, didn't they? Even in Only Fools and Horses, they I used know, to say, didn't they? But yeah, that's the fact that now it's that's the thing. But if you grow up with parents like that, but you don't have anything point showing yeah. you otherwise, yeah. then how, how, how are you meant to? Yeah, how are you meant to sort of until you go out in the real world and learn? No, you're going to get not, punched in the yeah, face. And that's often that is, <laughs> you know, people learn evil for her to get mashed up, isn't it? But yeah, it's hard. It's hard. I think you know. I feel 
you know, what can you do? What can we do? What are we trying it's to fix it for? Well. We're just sitting here around here eating vegan <laughs> snacks, having a chin wag. But it is like, it is, so like my parents definitely have some like pretty rum views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That if you actually, but if you interrogate them a bit and talk to them, they're quite, here's what I found. Like my dad is quite bigoted in with nearly everything. And like, I, I, he's quite homophobic. Right. Like we'll recoil or used to recoil at like, you know, if there was like a gay couple on telly or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd just find it really jarring. And I sat down and spoke to him about it and, and like really just like he someone. he came out. Yeah. And he came, yeah, he kissed my brother on the mouth. And <laughs> um, um, we sort of explained to him. I, I was prefer like, the homophobic dad. <laughs> uh, and I was just explaining to him about like, well, no one makes the choice, do they? Like, and it's, you just, no one picks who they love. And it's as inconsequential as having like being born with blue eyes. It's just not a choice. And it just, obviously no one had ever spoken to him like that calmly, who he respected or loved. Yep. And he'd never thought that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he is like, he's he's great. I mean, he still is like, you know. I think he'd still be like. He's not going to pride. <laughs> he's not going to. I don't know. I, I think he probably would. Dancing. But he wouldn't. Yeah, but I don't think he under. You know, he'd still be like. He would go like ooh and flop his hand right, down. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. he's not like ag- aggressively PC and liberal with it. But he now is like, oh, it just hadn't occurred to yeah, him. Yeah. And if like we're not having the conversations with people like that and you're letting everyone be educated by the loudest bore in the pub. Totally. It's like, it's fucking goes against God or whatever. Yeah, 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 or like, yeah, yeah. that's the thing is they don't integrate and like just saying horseshit like that. Well, that was my problem with my parents is that I used to just flare up whenever they'd say anything that was, you know, I deemed racist or homophobic. Not really homophobic, but to be honest, it's never really something they've ever consider my mum's got that classic old Irish woman thing of being quite sort of she'll sit there and for 10 minutes snag off Eastern Europeans but then a gay person will come on the tennis she'll be like oh and the gay is lovely you know what I mean they're just like Irish old Irish women love gay men for some reason uh, but uh, yeah so I but I used to just I used, I used to be quite sort of fiery with my political opinions and I used to get into some absolute ding-dongs with them um, I, I had it recently with my mum so like my my dad and I always talk about politics, um, and like he's like a, a farmer in his seventies, and he's pretty much only lived in rural Wales. Like, but he's like engaged, and my dad is quite. He, he'll say things to deliberately wind me up, but he is quite like thoughtful. My mum's always quiet, and I just thought she's not interested. And then uh, recently, she came out with an absolute corker about them having more rights than us about gay people. And that you needed wow. to be a, a black one-legged Muslim oh. to get a council house while sat in a five-bedroom farmhouse that yeah. she owns outright. <laughs> it's like, why do you need a council house? <laughs> and I, I just thought she she had she was like she wasn't interested before, but she's keeping quiet because she's holding some reprehensible views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> at one point, I was like, well, I said because she was like, well, where am I? Where do I get this stuff from then? Because I was like, I mean, if we didn't talk facts, mum, nothing you're saying is based in fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she said, where do I get this from then? And I was like, I don't know, newspaper? And she was like, she very proudly went, I don't read a newspaper. I was like, that's nothing to brag about. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, it was with her, I couldn't get through. Yeah. She genuinely felt maligned and yeah. like, you, you know, I, I've heard her say some pretty awful stuff through like a, a wall or something and I'm like oh, I just don't know even how to begin talking about this because yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't find like that seed of c- c- goodwill yeah, yeah. To, that wants to learn 
And that's because that's what people are when they're attacked. They're locked down and they're like, yeah, what yeah. do I know? Yeah. And what have I been taught? What have I experienced? And they don't see that their experience is formed by all the prejudice. Like, you know, like, oh, well, uh, whatever. Chinese people can't drive because, you know, they've been... How many times... Oh, I didn't know. What, <laughs> yeah, that's one as well. You should, just yeah. legally. I've got some T-shirts, actually. <laughs> it's a new law they passed. <laughs> one child can't leave drive. Leave means that's leave. <laughs> but they... Um, <laughs> But, you know, they will have ignored all the times that a white person carved them up or didn't yeah, indicate, yeah, totally. but they will have seen three Chinese yeah, people yeah, do yeah. it, and now that's a fact. If you have a belief, you sort of see what confirms those Yeah, confirmation beliefs. bias, yeah. isn't it? And it's, that's so hard to undo, because we all have it as well. Like, The Guardian is the worst for it. Yeah. Like you're in this echo chamber, all you're getting is the same views, yeah. Yeah, which is it's harder, isn't it, as we're getting more, like, you know, everything feels like it's pulling away to like camps and yeah, not just like left and right but I mean like as people get poorer and other people get richer because that's the way we distance ourselves from people that we see like you're like well I don't use words like those your views might be just as bad yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. more bigoted yeah. they're just using the wrong oh, yeah, words yeah, yeah. or even you're just very existent you know you, if you're sort of like you know if you're, you could be rich and left wing but be squirrelling all your money away into fucking tax havens you know what I mean yeah. using all these little tax loops you're actually doing worse to the, the country and society than some poor fucker in a council state moaning about Eastern Europeans coming over and going on a dole or whatever, like whatever the idea they've got from they've read in the sun. Yeah. yeah I mean, actually, one is causing more harm. Definitely. Just because you're on bloody Twitter going on, trying to sound like, you know, using left-wing sound bites. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah it's, I think that's, <laughs> often, that's a real, I think, quite a common thing with wealthy left-wing people. They don't see the... Maybe their actual lifestyle yeah. is feeding into the problem. <clears throat> Definitely. That's, anyway, that's a weird thing. Well, this year I've tried to be more like so I went vegan, but also being like, all right, well, we'll be more ethical with your money. Yeah, because that's a huge part of it, totally. isn't it? It's, and everything. Try not to... Yeah, trying to sort of with shop. our iPhones all on the table. Well, this, this is, is the it. thing, it's, isn't it? It's the thing. I mean, the thing is, we as long as you're aware of it, if you're aware, you're trapped in a system that is almost impossible to. Is it, I've I tried to do like a whole period of ethical consumerism and it's so hard you can only do you can do try and do as much as you can but actually they I should found bring it, out an ethical phone there is a long, there is it's, it's called a fair shit. phone and it's shit 27 yeah. grand no it's, 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 right. seven, it's, five, it's 500 quid it's yeah. called a fair phone um, and actually I read into it and apparently they reckon even some components of that aren't 100% the idea with it is sort of like you can you can this is the hard thing is you, almost nothing is completely ethical yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, with those fair phones because I looked into it I was like I'm yeah, going to get yeah, a fair phone it. and every review was like this is doggo <laughs> and I was like Ugh. we need six year old kids with their expertise making phones and it's basically so like you can keep adapting it it's like an old computer where you put yeah, a yeah, new yeah, bit yeah, yeah, in yeah. it and that's more ethical than just getting a new phone all the time yes um, and so yeah I sort of did the so I get my uh, here's one of, well I go to CEX. I get all yep. like the old second hand oh, yeah. Well, they're they're still fine. Um, but also, I feel like I not like I'm famous or anything, but like I feel like I'm like three good TV appearances away from not being able to do that. Yeah, you know, like yeah. if, if people vaguely know who you are, I'd be like, she doing it CEX by the phone, the fucking tycoon. Like, it's just certain things you can't do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's hard. But yeah, all I'm trying to in terms of food and everything. Like I go to we go to a farmers market every Sunday. Load up for the week of all produce. You know things right. like trying to not use plastic and like yeah. It's a yeah. better farmers market than a supermarket. Well, yeah, it's local yeah. farms. All the farms are sort of Essex, Kentway, so they're just grown within. So lower carbon footprint. Hundred miles. 
Yeah, and it's also like you cut out the middleman. So it's going straight, you know, it's straight from producer to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's great. Buying it straight off the geezers. Sweet. And, and ladies. I was trying to think about the alternative to geezers. Gals? Well, so Geezerettes. Geezers and gals. Geezerettes. Yeah, geezerettes, that's lovely. And um, we should do some questions before we... Because oh. we always forget to do the questions. There's a few questions, actually. Ian Gooderham. Um, I, didn't, I don't know why I overpronounced his, word, his name. He says, when are you going to do Albert Fish on All Killer No Filler? Oh, so... Um, who He's, is Albert Fish? I don't know Albert Fish. He ate children. Ooh. Yes. And he wasn't to, a vegan then. No. Well, I don't know. Is is human? I don't know. Um, it depends. Human is definitely meat. Yeah. But it's it's about consent, it's, isn't it? That's yeah. what ultimately what veganism is. But yeah. um, oh. if they, I mean, but I'm assuming the kids didn't consent to be eaten. No. Uh, and neither do the parents when he wrote letters to them telling them what, oh, what and how he ate them. Oh, my God. So he's, when? I find him what chilling. What era is this? Uh, like fairly recent not years and years not like 200 years ago recent shit this um, morning <laughs> he's on this morning yeah uh, doing the cooking section <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the Saturdays this thing is just like Sunday brunch <laughs> Um, he is someone that we get asked about a lot, but also at the same time, we both hate him. Yeah. I think he's horrible. Well, like, well, they're all, uh, well he used they're to all, eat the yeah. kids and then he would just seek out the parents and write letters saying how he killed them and how he cooked them and Where stuff. Was um, I don't know. Well, it's either America or Britain. Okay. Also, there's a, there's a mad picture of him on, uh, he was very into pain, a mad picture of him on Google of his, uh, an x-ray of his groin when he died and he'd stuck pins in his gooch and it's just full of pins and it's terrifying. He was um, Washington, D.C. A little bit odd, the guy then, wasn't he? And he was really... He had his quirks. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Apart from that, though, what was he like? Idiosyncratic. <laughs> it's one of the old eccentrics. You don't get them it's anymore. A character. <laughs> character of the neighbourhood. We are putting quirky. Him, we're putting him off because neither of us like him. I actually find the pictures of him, his face, terrifying. He's an old creep, isn't he? I can so just look really at his mur- murder, you do. What about Ian Watts? Have you been reading about him? No. He's the guy who quite recently killed his pregnant wife and two kids but the footage is you can see when they first approached him you can see all the interrogation you can see the court case it's fascinating man there's a I love all that shit in the night times (laughs) yeah (laughs) I could do about four hours of it fucking you should watch then uh, Colonel Russell Williams yes I've seen it it's incredible who's this he's he's a Canadian uh, colonel and he's killed four women who are in the army I think the interrogator's a genius isn't he it's so good so it's a three hour confession all on YouTube but when he first walks in he just comes in for questioning just a chat and by the end of it he's he's built so much rapport hasn't he this interrogator is so good yeah there's there's some amazing moments. So he basically calling puts, a first name basis. Yeah, it's so skillful. Yeah. he puts uh, that's why they put it on YouTube. They're like fucking yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, you can see that same so, interrogator in other ones as well. Oh, he's, really? He, yeah, he's skills, man. <laughs> is he your favourite? interrogator? <laughs> I want him to interrogate me. <laughs> I murder my kids just so I can meet him. <laughs> there's um. There's a. <laughs> oh, I'm really pleased to meet you. No, I didn't do it at the start. <laughs> but there's a few like amazing, really chilling moments in it. There's one where they they show him his footprint outside the woman's yeah. like window, and then he's like, "What if I was to say?" And he's like, "And if we go and check your boot with that match?" And he's just staring at it, and you can see he's going, "I mean, they've got me." Yeah. Like, and he's just like. And then I think he says at that moment, they were like, you know, would you would you know where the bodies are or something? And he went, 
can you get me a map? Oh. And they just Yeah, when he said, can you get me a map? He's like chilling. Yeah. Oh, God. But there was and a lot of like silence in it as well. Where he asked him a question and he says, whoever speaks first would lose. It's like a salesman. Yeah. Whoever, whoever speaks first loses. And there's just this dead silence for ages. And he just comes I've in. I've had gigs like that. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> I That's never speak first. every gig this month. Um, 20 minutes of silence. Cool. So, so you're basically putting him that off one. until putting him a better off, But we will do it soon. Okay. There's no good time, but we just have to be... Sometimes you just got to be like uh, prepared for it, as yeah, in like because yeah, yeah. right, it's just two, but it's just yeah. Two. We did Fred and Rose. I think last Christmas we did a three part. Oh, they were a nice couple, weren't they? they from you know, what, lovely. Yeah, and <laughs> oh, you could literally we keys. double dates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it took, like totally took it out of me yeah, doing yeah, three over three hours on them because they're fascinating. Horrific. That case, man. Yeah, awful. Anyway, who is the bigger? Sorry, it's, it's changed total change of tact. Tim College, who's the bigger Christmas hero, Kevin McAllister or John McLean? John McLean, oh that Die Hard, well, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, who's, who's the first big, guy from? Uh, Kevin McAllister is Home Alone. Oh, Die Hard. So, die Hard. All day long. He deals with international terrorists. Yeah, whereas Kevin McAllister deals so with some pranks. Two quite low, comical burglars. Low level burglars. I'd yeah, say, yeah. But he's a child. I mean, scale right. up. Ten years later, he's dealing well. with terrorists. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, that's it. He's on the right John path. John is an actual documentary yeah. Die Hard, isn't it? I mean, um, what, what's your take on the, the yearly argument about is Die Hard a Christmas film? Well, it came yeah. out in the summer, didn't it? Yeah, yeah but he, it's, 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 set in, yeah, it's, it's set, set at Christmas. Christmas so. Die Hard Two feels much more like a Christmas film because there's snow in it. That's yeah. what I'll say. Because it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas fields have to be shit. I only saw it recently, Die Hard. Yeah. And I've never seen Home Alone. So Whoa. I, you've never, never seen Home Alone? Alone. So, do you know what? Because we grew up on a farm and we had to work quite a lot on the farm. I've got huge gaps in my cultural knowledge. Have you seen? Because I've never Pop. seen I've never no. seen Sound of oh Music. God, I've never seen it. Mary Poppins. Oh, that's a oh banger. My God. See, I might do the Mary Poppins double bill. I might watch the, the first old one and then go to the nice. cinema and see the new I'm one. I'm going to watch the new one. It's meant to be really good. Yeah, I've heard it's great. I really like Emily Blunt. One. I'm going to say it. I like Emily Blunt. <laughs> okay, all right. Controversial. I'm going to say it. I'm going to chuck it out there. Uh, <laughs> didn't didn't apologise for being a racist the four times you've said you were. I've never said I'm a racist. I saw oh. her in Charles Charles Wilson something or other. That was a film. Uh, yeah, I, I just think she's I just think she's great. Um, is she Julie Andrews great though? That's what apparently she's, she's, no, she's no Julie Andrews. Though, yeah. See, because I've, I've not That's really next seen level. many Julie Andrews films. Um, she, she's in Princess and Diaries, which yeah. I love. That's um, that's one of the best old films. Ever. Julie Andrews though, you want prime time? What Julie Andrews? Prime time. Uh, well, she... Fresh meat, you. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I've not seen that either. Really? Was she in Bed seen... Broomsticks? No, that was uh, Angela Lansbury. It was, yes. Yeah. I've yeah. not seen that either. I've not it, seen I any Bruce films. Forsyth was in that as well. I watched my first Disney film when I was 15, off my own back, because my parents never showed me any children's films. Why? Because it was sad when yeah, I was, sure. when I was oh, a yeah, kid. Yeah, Sounds very grey, <laughs> yeah, that childhood, doesn't it? really sad childhood. Just really adult films, was it? it? No, it was, because my brother's seven years older than me. Um, he just got to dictate what I saw. Just so by the time I was, <laughs> just... <laughs> time I was four, I was watching Snuff Movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what free gifts, Chris Kimber? What gifts would the free wise men bring in today's age? That well, sounds I... like such a radio phone. In. <laughs> yeah, it's very partridge, isn't it? Yeah, it is, isn't it? An so iPhone, some Beats by Dre. That is good. Good first two. What's number three? And a buggy. <laughs> What, what, what are they symbolic Maybe of? Maybe some wet wipes well, gold, for Jesus. Gold, frankincense, myrrh. So gold, obviously wealth. Yeah. Frankincense is, uh, perfume, is right? a perfume. Incense. Myrrh. Why would they Who give the Jesus a perfume? Is? 
to make him smell nice. Are they Babies just, stink. Are they just like oh, all yeah, they stink as shit. Things. I forgot. Are they like, oh, this is the best thing you can get? I think so, yeah. They're very so. rare materials, Let's maybe. Rare things. And they followed the uh, star there, but nowadays they'd use Waze or TomTom. Tom. Uh, like Waze. Is, is good, isn't Myrrh it? Myrrh is a natural gum or resin extracted from... It's a perfume and incense. Double incense. This and all some sounds gold. like stuff. Okay, so this would all be stuff some that you could replace. Shave for Jesus. <laughs> yeah, one of the two for three boots boxes. Yeah. Um, something you could get on Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop website. Oh, I've yeah. not been on that. Somebody told me to go and have a oh, look at it. I used it. to go on this. It's obviously meant to be fully wanky. Yeah. Yeah. It's it a is. bit it's shit. All right. have, you, have you been in Planet Organic, the shop on Tottenham Court Road? No. And it's, um, it's like a healthy, sort of like Whole Foods. Four grand a sandwich. <laughs> Mate, it is. Yeah, like, there's sandwiches in there that are like £7.50. But they've got um, water bottles that have got a little container that you put crystals oh, in yeah, yeah, to charge I saw the those. water. Yeah, they oh, def- that's wanky, isn't it's it? It's definitely science, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think the science is very sound. <laughs> I had that. a charcoal stick in one and I felt self-conscious enough about that. Yeah. I don't think I could have managed crystals. I've got a copper one. Copper's meant to be good. Yeah, I've got a copper one over on the table over there. I've got one here that is the most culturally appropriated water bottle of all time. Yes. It's got, it's got a pink picture of Ganesh for listeners. I saw it in a, in a, a hippie shop in Australia and I thought, it's so bad it's like come had, right round again. That I had to own it. It's I lovely. Big fan of Hinduism. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I've read. I've read all the. I've read the Bhagavad Gita. I've read the Upanishads. Big fan of. I'd actually say I'd. I read some of the religiously. I'd lean almost towards that. That's where I think I'm most in, in line with wow. Hinduism. Sort of because oh, yeah. it's sort of. You know, obviously Buddhism came out of it, so I'm mm. sort of. Did I used it? to be sort know. of Buddhist, and I feel like actually I'm probably lean much more towards the. Wow. Oh, the, you know, the, the Hindu way. Um, so anyway. you get them a bottle with Ganesh on. So what I'm saying is I'm allowed this. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that that was my justification. We're not allowed to pick up because we'll be uh, offending. Yeah, 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 me. <laughs> As a Hindu. Um, They've got a big Hindu temple around the corner, is that The Matt, biggest Hindu temple in the UK, down at um, near Neasden. I've been there. Is Once when they were on acid, actually. <laughs> sure, you that sounds on... respectful. Yeah, I mean, that was a dark time as well. <laughs> <laughs> I've not always been perfect. Um, Ronan Quinn, do you dress up? Oh, we didn't answer that question. Yeah, I'd just bring, as a baby, mate, I'd bring him baby shit. I'd bring him wet wipes. Yeah. I'd bring him gender-neutral baby grow. That's what I get for people at shower, yeah. baby showers. What colour is it? Uh, well, they're usually like green or yellow. Yeah, because yeah, they don't need any of that stuff. And uh, I usually get them a copy. I'm so unbearable at baby shows of Owen the Jones' chaps. No, yeah, because okay. you know he follows me on Twitter. I've not read that book though. It's supposed to be good. yeah, it's yeah. great. It's really great. I mean, yeah, I think he's jumped the shark recently and is um, a little bit. I don't want to say anything bad in case he unfollows me. Block him, mate. Just block him. Get it done. Fuck before. him. Well, you've just <laughs> said you haven't read his book, so you might want to retract. I bought it twice. No, well, I that's didn't. good enough. That's all people want, isn't it? Um, he seems uh, yeah. to be going a bit nuts. I think he's just, um, well, it's difficult, isn't it? Because he's an activist and a lobbyist, yeah. really. So he's not meant to have a coherent political voice or vision. I mean, he's got a coherent political voice, but, you know, I, yeah, he's great. He's great. It's yeah. important to have a working class gay northern guy yeah. speaking out about politics anyway. Exactly. And largely I'm on the same page, but. Sometimes. I hate people. It's my biggest thing where people are like have in their bio at Twitter, I'm like, block bio in Jones. I'm like, shut your fucking mouth. Like, what a boring, boring thing to pass off as a personality. Or the lot of, there's a lot of patronising uh, 
sort of dismissal of him because he looks young. Yeah. That's such a weird reason to dismiss somebody's opinion. But he's incredible. He's an autodidact. He's incredibly educated. He's, you know... He's very smart, yeah. Yeah, as much as I... There's sometimes he'll say something I disagree with. I've seen him get leathered a few times in debates, though. Yeah, but sometimes I've also seen him... a bit emotional. Yeah, but he's passionate. I don't mind that, you know. I mean, we're not all fucking robots, are we? No. I've got Uh, strong alpha men. (laughs) You've got to get away from the microphone. (laughs) Ah, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, I had I got I went I went alpha yesterday. I, I had a proper ding dong on the phone with somebody. Really? Just threaten them. I, I saw. I didn't threaten, but basically, a guy. There's a guy who. Um, I'm really sorry to interrupt. Can I eat if I eat away from the microphone? Because those well, wink. Yeah. I'll, I'll eat away from here. Definitely. Just, so, just, just uh, that looks so good. They are good. Yeah. I made some vegan hot wings. Satan hot wings. So nice, right? Um, but yeah, it's basically a guy. Um, um, par- our next door neighbour allows a guy to park in her space because she doesn't have a car, right? Fine, absolutely fine. Um, and he he has, in the last couple of weeks, parked it a few times in our spot. Is this a- the guy out the front now? No, that's a different one. Oh. So I found, actually, I realised who that was next door was fine. That one is cool. That's just he's there for an hour. But um, there's uh, he's parked, he parked in our spot. And I sort of was like, what, what are you doing, mate? You were, you've got an agreement with next door. But there was a builder working next door parked in her spot. So he just put it in ours. And like Hannah basically has a work car that she has about three, four days a week. So it wasn't there that day, but still, I, was, I put a note on it and said, mate, you, what are you doing? Why are you parked in our spot? Yeah. And he put a, You're dead. And, um, and he, he put his phone number and said, I've, uh, next, so next time it was there, his phone number was there to, like, if you need me to move it. So I just texted Fancy him. Fancy going for a coffee sometime. <laughs> Give us a bell, man. <laughs> so I just texted him and said, can you move your car? You're in our space. And he moved it. Over the next few weeks, he just started to park there. In our in our space, maybe text him saying it's never okay for you to park there. Um, uh, well, I'd sort of oh, we're petrol bombing your fucking house. <laughs> yesterday, he he just put it there again. He's been doing it repeatedly, oh, even though I've told him to move it. So I texted him yesterday and said, petrol "Move your car. Time. What you do?" I said, "You're not allowed to park in our space. Move your car now." And he didn't answer. Like 15, 20 minutes, I just thought I'm calling him. I called him up, and he went hello. And I went, "All right, mate, did you get my text?" He goes, "Nah." And I went, you're in my space. I started, and I properly just went, fucking move your fucking car out of my space. And he tried to apologise. I went, no, don't fucking apologise. Get, get it out of my space and don't ever put it there again. And I properly just lost my rag. I sort of, every nice. time he tried to wrap it you up go out and there, say sorry, there again. I just lost it again. I just shouted him for about five minutes. And like when I walked into the other room, Hannah Wrong was number. Really sorry about like, that. Hannah was really impressed. Really? <laughs> She's never seen me lose my just temper. Just sex straight away off the back of that. <laughs> well, like, I... Just came in and impregnated her. <laughs> um, so full of testosterone. No, she was just, she'd never seen this. me lose my temper. And as much as it's such a rarity, we never, yeah. we never fight. I never, ever lose my temper with her at all. I'm very, very calm. So she was just like a bit, at first a bit shocked with him. Like that was, yeah, she was quite impressed that yeah, I have got it got in. It you in. got I, that gear. I've always had it in me, but I, now I've worked it out. I don't want to, I used to lose my temper quite a lot. And nowadays I don't. I think I'm you need of, your temper some. I think it's there for a reason. Yeah, but it? I like to keep it as deep as possible. So it's yeah. only ever So when it comes necessary. out passive aggressively <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in a oh, coffee shop. <laughs> I'm the classic, like, I'm going to need to speak to the manager, please. Uh, and I come no. alive are you, the, are you the manager? No. Because I used to be quite. the manager. <laughs> I used to be quite a pugnacious teen. So I've settled down now, but I still have it. I quite enjoy fighting and like arguing and I don't do it with my partner we we don't really argue so every now and then it'll just be some poor person in customer service no I tend not to like but but you know if someone dragging over the counter yeah if they if it if it ticks over they're definitely being a dick one thing yeah exactly I'm like yes please do one thing wrong mate I'd fucking dare you (laughs) coconut latte please (laughs) 
Um, it's weird how self-righteous we get with customer service, though, isn't it? Like, they're, like yeah. that we demand like one inch fucking wrong, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're fucking <laughs> straight at it. I'm not. I'm, I'm very laid back. I've, I've, I don't know if I've told it on here about when I ordered. I ordered food in. Um, it was Man- oh, Glasgow. I was in a vegan uh, pub in Glasgow. Ordered like this food, and like fifteen minutes later, it came. It was just the wrong dish. And I was just like, I was like, it's fine. I said, it looks, it looks good anyway. I thought, I'll just have it. And then there was two uh, sort of young, probably about 17 year old girls there. And they were, um, one of them had just got their dish before me. And then mine came and I started eating it. And about five minutes later, I could see the second one hadn't arrived. And then she sort of called the guy and went, I've had my um, thing. And she said it. And it just was definitely what I was eating. And then (laughs) about five minutes later, my dish came. And the waiter came up and went, are you waiting for the wrap or whatever? And I went, yeah. And he goes, what's that you're eating? I went, that's another thing they brought. <laughs> I, just, I just was so like, I just don't complain. I just go, that's fine. Oh, okay. I'll have I just this let now. it be, you know. Did you have two dinners then? Uh, no, he just took the one I'd ordered back. And then as he was oh. taking it back, the girl clocked that I was eating her dish. And it was all a bit like, mm. I did it that whole sort of, Sorry. you know, but it's just. Was I it just, nice? It How did you end up apologising in this? <laughs> Well, because it's sort of my my decision to not say that it's the wrong thing caused all that. She would have got if I'd have said that's not mine, he would have turned and probably gone, oh, "Is this yours?" And she would have had her dish, and then I would have got Actually, mine. Yeah, you are the problem. Yeah, my problem is I'm too accommodating. <laughs> I'm like, be like water. That's what Bruce Lee said. I am like water, <laughs> wet. <laughs> or wet. I'm going blanket. to cause the next big world war. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Ronan Quinn, do you dress up on Christmas Day? I'm going to get a Christmas jumper this year from uh, somewhere. I don't know. I always leave it till like Christmas Eve and then run around top man looking for one. Make your own, mate. How? Mm. Just paint a jumper. Yeah, just buy some pom-poms and glitter and stuff and just glue on. That's a good idea. Yeah. I've got one that's definitely homemade. We so I think it's I thought it was a northern thing to have Christmas Day clothes because yeah. everyone went to Manchester was always like oh Christmas Day clothes because um, we never had again because we were usually out on the farm we didn't really wear nice stuff um, but. It's a it's a countrywide thing that people have yeah, new clothes yeah, yeah. on Christmas. So no, we don't like dress up. Oh, I never. It's, it's a day to stay in my pajamas principally. That's the dream. Is if I just don't get out of my pajamas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lovely thing. Yes, yeah, nice, isn't it? Mm. Um, so even when you walk the dog or whatever, just put a coat on. Oh, have you great. got a dog? Got a dog. He's great. Oh, lovely. What dog is it? He's a cardigan shikorgi. Which is like the Queen's ones. Like a corgi. So it's like the Queen's ones, but they're bigger. Their ears are bigger and they've got a big tail like a fox. So it's a donkey. It's a donkey, oh. yeah. It's yeah, it's a donkey that I just make, make sleep in the same bed as me. <laughs> um, right, quick we'll rattle through because we've got like, a few, we've got to wrap up in a few minutes. Um, uh, Frank James. I, mean, I reckon this is a reference to a musical. Um, if you were a character in a musical, who would you play? Ooh. Danny Zuko, mate, easy. Danny Zuko. That's really? a good shout, actually. Or Kanicki. Yeah, you'd be Kanicki. Has anyone done Grease um, on a musical? For, for those of listeners too. who don't know what that is, it's your show with Jade and yeah. Dave Cribb and his band. Yeah. It's excellent. It's great. I still you were think, amazing. I loved it because I've never, I'd never did any performance in my life until I first did stand-up. Never, ever done anything. And so it, it felt like such a little sort of, I reckon there was a little part of me that I'd always wanted to just go like, 
I could just sing on stage. You won, didn't you? I did win, yeah. Yeah, you were great. Did, did you um, sing? I did. Uh, oh, you can sing a bit, though. A little great. bit. Uh, but I did, yeah, Sweet Transvestite from Rocky Horror, which I loved. Oh, I saw the pictures. Yeah. yeah I had I really, a cape on. Dressing up was really nice. Yeah. Anyway, let's not talk about <laughs> that. fucking incredible. Uh, <laughs> my legs are. I've got good legs. Good, good legs. Um, man. Yeah, they've, they've got, they, I think they're my best feature. But um, I, I would be, um, yeah, I'd be Frank Affetta, yeah. Who would you be? Um, oh, and your 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 Danny Zuko. It's only one I can remember, but he, he was a cool <laughs> man. The character you know. <laughs> I do, it's such a good question. I don't. Know. I really like Sally Bowles from Cabaret, but uh, it's yeah. ultimately a very sad, bleak, yep. bleak thing. Or but. Mr. Cellophane from Chicago. Oh, that's a great one. Good, good work. Um, and a, a musical more in 2019. Yeah. Is that, are you, can you talk about some TV stuff about it? Um, Is anything we can't happening? announce it. No, but I mean, you, we, it's been announced pilot. you made a pilot. That's yeah, what I'm saying. So the pilot has been announced. Okay, yeah, that's so what I mean. Yeah. And was it great? It was probably the, well, the best day of my life. Excellent. It was amazing. Where was it done? Hackney Empire. Amazing. That's it a was great so venue cool. for it. Yeah, 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 and like, just like the live shows in the backyard, even though there's like loads of people there, just, it was mainly our audience. So yeah. they were just up for it, and it was so fun. Excellent. Yeah, it was, if you it was haven't such been, a good show listeners go and see it it's, a, it's, it's an amazing night um and do you miss pigs in blankets sam richardson i've been thinking about this about do you do a substitute for them i've done one before i was never it, really that into them anyway he says do I you have a substitute i did one which was um just chop up like a, a linda mccartney sausage mm. they're nice into like and throw it in the bin <laughs> and just yeah. get on with your day <laughs> and then never think about your life um cut it in threes and then wrap a sun dried tomato around it like that. Oh. And it's just quite a nice little version. It's obviously not the same, but that's the one I've done in the it's past. It's obviously not tasty at all. Yeah, well, I was yeah. going to try that. It doesn't have the same consistency. Stuff. If anything, it's just totally different. <laughs> just have a bowl of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. Two wheat a bit. Um, right. Wasn't there someone on there about they thought I was a professional? Oh, sorry, yeah, cyclist. David Stepney says, according to Wikipedia, Julian is 43, uh, but it also says you're a professional cyclist. That's somebody else, Have mate. you ever told the truth about a small thing and you kept being reminded of it and people don't let it go even years later? Let's just correct that, though. I'm I'm not that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, I mean, this is... He spelt his name different. Um, oh, it is spelt different as well. Um, so, I don't know. I wish. Time. We haven't got time for that. And somebody's recommended somebody called The Easy Vegan on YouTube. We'll check him out. Check out his videos. Right. The guy from, just very quickly, there's a first vegan cooking show coming out and it's uh, Pritch from Dirty Sanchez. Oh yeah, I've heard about this. Yeah, and he's called Dirty Vegan. Yes. And uh, yeah, it looks great. And he's, because he's gone full like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, a lot of people do that when they were like, did loads of drugs and then later on they're like, I'm a vegan who runs marathons now. He's that guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and BBC Wales <laughs> has commissioned. Like, I'm a vegan who meditates. <laughs> I can relate. Please yeah. <laughs> read fucking Hindu literature. <laughs> Anyone would think I had quite a trouble background. <laughs> But yeah, I'm really excited to see it because he's great and really nice and Welsh. So obviously I love yeah, it. Yeah. And BBC Wales have commissioned it, oh, which amazing. is quite a bold move for a, a channel that mainly people in their 60s in yeah, rural yeah, yeah. Wales watch. So Excellent. Um, yeah, I'm waiting for the time when we have like a sort of vegan master chef and then I'm on it. I'm oh, on it. Yeah. I'm absolutely on it. Would you do, would you, if, would you, if you did the celebrity one, you'd do all vegan, wouldn't you? Of course. Oh, great. Yeah. I um, But it's, I reckon it'd be hard. You wouldn't be able to go too far. Because they always do days when they put you in like a Michelin-style restaurant. So mm. currently I think it's, it'd be quite tricky for them to, you know. What I'm saying is I would get to the final. Uh, yeah, so, you <laughs> so, would. Be great. I, yeah, but anyway. What else? So happy Christmas, everyone. Merry What's Christmas. your so Christmas? What have you got? Obviously a big day with the kids. Yeah. 
Well, have you got, they've got their presence yet. Yeah, virtually. How yeah. old are they? 13, tw- 12 and 5. Oh, so one still has the magic. Yeah, although, yeah, the 12-year-old Verity is kind of believing in Santa still. There's nothing wrong with that. 12, though, she's 12. Keep it going as long as possible, And mate. it's like, I'm never told you about the... Uh, flat, mate. <laughs> He's 43. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Anything's possible. She's <laughs> not like me. I believe in Jesus. <laughs> but she... Um, yeah, it's quite... I don't know. I don't want to tell her. Yeah. But how... Like, are we homeschooler as well? So we, oh. I can't... I've got to... I mean, so what we're saying is, you're the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I told her about the tooth fairy about a year or two ago, and it broke her heart, man. Really? But I suppose it's that thing. And then I had to sort of backtrack and say, that. I was I joking. Say, I reckon, just let it... <laughs> What shoddy parenting! Oh, yeah, I'm joking about that. I just yeah, upset yeah, you for no, no reason. That's real. Um, but, uh, that's fine. Well, it's fine. That means it'll be more she fun thinks for her. that. I mean, she thinks that Santa does her stocking at the end of her bed. Yeah, but she's 12. I mean, it's too old. To still believe. Rachel Fairburn was 14. Was she? Oh, really? Yeah. And I was. T- I I tell a story about this, but I was six because someone in my class told me. Yeah, same here. And yeah. it was my parents who sat me down at 60 because right. I just pretended because I thought I'd get in trouble. So I was and regularly I was, drinking at 11. <laughs> so, I was smoking pot at 10. Yes, yeah, so I was so, smoking pot quite young as well. Yeah. So like, it's actually I find it. I mean, that's but that's a bad thing. What I'm saying is that is not. Don't use that as the example. But who's to say he isn't real anyway? You know what I mean? We'll end on that. (laughs) (laughs) What a lovely end. If you believe. Have a great one, guys. If you watch Elf. (laughs) If I watch Elf. (laughs) I believe it's Santa by the end of Elf every time I watch it. Basically, it's the best. It's just that. Alpha. <laughs> What's that? Sorry. Elf. No it's the Star best. Wars. Oh, no Will, Back to the Will Future. thingy. That's fine. Back to the Future. Uh-oh. Oh, no. We've got to wrap it up. Beverly Hills end. Cop, you have to watch. Okay. You haven't watched Beverly Hills Cop? It's my favourite kid Jesus. film. I don't know. I've watched the naked <laughs> favourite Christmas film. <laughs> Is it horrific? Get out of here. <laughs> it's such a good film. It's such a great Christmas Day film. Um, no, we'll be back uh, probably, I don't know when, in between Christmas and New Year? Yeah. Yeah, we'll do one then. Christmas um, Day. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'll, Special I'll four hour episode with as, Santa. Yeah, I'll be dressed as Santa for your 12 year old daughter. Just <laughs> to really make her day. Um, thanks for coming on. We'll Thank see you, you again. Everyone can look out for Old Killer No Filler, a musical, stand up. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere. You're everywhere. Gains on a gift shop. Oh, Gains on everything. She's got fingers in so many oh, pies. Nice. So many so pies. So many vegan pies. <laughs> um, all right. Thanks for listening. See you soon. Bye.